Hi guys, and welcome to Love Yourself to Success podcast. I'm your host, Aaliyah. And I'm Chanel. And we'll be discussing all things self-love related. We'll be discussing unselfish self-love, healing practices, deep wisdom, empowerment, universal concepts, manifestation, mindset shift, boundaries, and communication, reinvention, and real deep truths. This is Self Love Redefined. So hi guys, we're back for another episode and we've got a very special guest on today, um, goes by the name of Fola. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi guys, yeah, my name's Fola. Um, I'm a financial consultant. Um, I run a social media page, mainly Instagram, called Sterling's Financial Solutions. Great follow. <laughs> yes, worth a follow. Definitely worth a follow. And um, tell us a bit about your journey. What brought you to the point where you started your Instagram page called Sterling Financial Official? Uh, Sterling's Financial Solutions. 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 Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, so I did financial economics in uni, mm-hmm. um, and obviously I liked it. I, I wanted to do economics because I just felt like economics was a subject for me because I'm a very like inquisitive person. I like to understand things, and economics has just got a bit of everything. It's got business, it's got accounting, it's got finance, it's got politics, sociology, mm-hmm. psychology, like just all molded into one. So I yeah. thought, you know what? Like, obviously, I can't study all these subjects, unfortunately, innit? <laughs> yeah. But let me do economics, but then I've always, I'm a maths guy, innit? I like numbers, innit? so I wanted to do financial economics, mm-hmm. so financial economics, you know, it's, it's in, the, it's in uh, the, the pudding's in the name, the name's in the pudding or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously I wanted to do more aligned to the finance stuff, so got into that, learned a lot, really liked it, um, came out of uni, got a job, hated it, <laughs> left the job. <laughs> um and then for, yeah like i just just went on a quest to just study like money and economics and how like it actually works and i learned like going down the rabbit hole as as we call it like a lot of the stuff i learned like in traditional finance and in union stuff was just completely off like mm-hmm. and so that as, as i dug deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole i still i, I basically felt like finessed like really <laughs> I've felt like that that's before. Why, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good and it helped me understand um, the other stuff I was learning. Mm. But then it, it just, like basically the people that run the world, they create their educational system. So yeah. it was no surprise to me that, you know, they've watered down some things. And then on my own quest, I've found out certain things. So yeah, that that's how I, you know, got into studying um, the, the, like what money actually is, going deeper and deeper into that. And I just felt like, you know, I needed to, you know, start a page, and uh, you know, put, you know, I, 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 we call it contrarian views, isn't it? So it's like mm-hmm. different um, views to what you know traditional finance people um, put out there. And um, how long ago did you start your Instagram page when you started giving information? Um, I started it last year. Last okay. year. I only really got serious about it like this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Makes and sense. I, what sort of information do you put out just so that your audience, like our audience and your audience can kind of know like what the purpose of it is really? Yeah, so like just just uh, just a bit of everything, innit? Like, like I said, I did economics, so I go into politics, you know, I go into, I go into investing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I go into business, you know. I just sort of like, I call myself more like... I, I'm probably like more of a financial commentator. Like I just kind of okay, like that. You know, <laughs> put my spin on it. Um, because obviously you can see an article and it might be a headline. Oh, uh, fifty thousand jobs lost at this X Y company. Yeah. Put a spin on it. Like why this company's gone bust? Um, what caused them to go bust? Uh, just stuff like that. Yeah. So you um. Do you think that anyone who's done the type of studying that you've done, i.e. like a university, would they know what you know? Or did you kind of go down a different type of rabbit hole, if that makes sense? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know. To, how, did you, how did you go into the direction that you're going into now, basically? Not non-mainstream, I would say, more so. Mm. So I would say, like... Um, 
You know, like I, I just always feel like as human beings, we've got a strong intuition, isn't it? So mm. we kind of know what's right sometimes. We might not know exactly what we're looking for, but if we find what we're looking for, we hear what we're looking for, it will just like click in our brain like, yo, this is the truth. Like, yeah. Or maybe not 100% the truth, but you'd be like, that's making a lot of sense. And then that would, yeah. you know, then you'd start digging into that and then you'd start putting the puzzles together. And then the digger, the, the deeper and deeper you get, like your your intuition is not going to lie to you. It's going to tell you whether what you're looking at is, you know, crap or whether it's the truth. Yeah. So yeah. I just felt like mm-hmm. it was going on a lot with me. Like I was sort of just, I had to unlearn a lot of things, mm. um, learn new things. So, yeah. So you kind of felt, you felt, you felt gui- guided basically to, that there was a lot more for you to become aware of basically. 100%, yeah. Otherwise I just kind of felt like I would be like a, a zombie or something like just going in one direction kind of thing so yeah that it was quite refreshing it was scary at the same time and obviously it kind of led that you know people think uh, you know obviously when you're when you come with different views you know like you know you know how people get in it like yeah people think it's rubbish some people think they're mm-hmm. crazy like there's all yeah. sorts of things in it and I, 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 i've always been reassured in myself like i'm a quite confident person so all right, all right you guys ain't gonna listen to me but yeah you know, one day you have to kind of thing in it so yeah because once you know what you know, you know what you know. Yeah, and there's always going to be <laughs> other people out there that resonate with your, whether even though your friends might have not initially initially resonated what you were saying or wanted to take note of things that you were saying, you've obviously managed to get yourself quite a good following following in a uh, in a decent space of time, mm-hmm. and it's probably been quite organic. Because I don't know if you've done like have you done any advertising or anything like that for your social media? Has it all been organic growth? No, I've done a few ads, but a couple of my ads have been rejected. Instagram's rejected quite a few of my ads. Like, oh really? <laughs> is that for the really? information that you're pissing out there, trying to elevate the masses? Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, you know how these tech companies be these days, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I feel like that's why for me, like I personally, I found, um, I found Fuller's um, Instagram page initially, and I, I personally found it extremely useful. Mm-hmm. Um, for someone who's where finance is not necessarily my direct expertise, it's something that I really wanted to make sure I educated myself on this year because I felt like it was necessary more than now, n- now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, for people who are aware that we are moving towards a cashless society, um, so for me, okay. it was kind of very urgent. Like it was a matter mm. of urgency to to know how am I gonna make money and how can I make sure that I'm not a part of that reality or, ha- or be forced mm-hmm. to be a part of that reality, basically. 100%. Um, and I think as well for me and Chanel personally, one of our kind of main focuses is creating generational wealth, which I feel like a lot of the information that you give out, a lot of people can ascertain that. And a lot of people don't even know what generation generational wealth means, or really looks or like. Or really looks like, because yeah. a lot of us haven't experienced that. Because mm-hmm. I do think somewhere on the line, especially in the black community, um, I feel like we lost the way. Well, slightly. there's a lot of miseducation there nowadays. Is. There is, definitely. and I definitely feel like it all started after slavery. Yeah, definitely. And I think for me personally, like my nan, she was a very good saver, but all she would tell me to do is save my pennies. And what is saving anymore? You mm-hmm. know, like. What I mean, what would you advise for people who are currently just saving and putting their money in their account and, you know, getting interest rate, good interest rates, what would you advise that they do with their funds in this current climate? Yeah, very good question, man. I really like that question. So, you know, interest rates of what, like 0.1% or something. So the banks are basically telling you, don't save your money. We don't want your money. Mm-hmm. Get, it, get it out into the economy, which is why, you know, interest rates were slashed. But that's actually a policy that you know is implemented when they want spending because remember we live in a spending driven economy so yeah mm-hmm. is what makes the economy go around um mm-hmm. we you know many many years ago we did have you know you know productive productivity and savings and stuff but we've moved a long way from that like it's not just us as black people like the whole world has just kind of lost their their mm-hmm. touch with that kind of, or most of the world anyway has lost the touch yeah. of that kind of uh, produce more than you consume, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Save, um, save more. Um, spend less than you earn. Like, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because what's happened? Credit has just blown up, and you know, yeah. people are able to spend more than they earn. Like, literally, they. If I earn twenty five grand a year, if I got a ten k, ten grand um limit credit card, I can spend thirty five grand. But yeah, I, I didn't earn money, so I shouldn't technically be able to spend it. Spending that. And so you mm-hmm. know. And so, you know, like, 
first things first is you've got to understand what real money is and mm-hmm. real like going back to going back in history what was what has always been real money what was you know what's what's always been um used by like our ancestors and stuff they were using gold and silver gold. Mm-hmm. Gold, yeah and silver was more for you know um the common man you know in the marketplace mm-hmm. you know to buy and stuff and then gold was probably you know used by like you know kings and queens and you know mm-hmm. some elites and stuff. which i identify myself as a queen so i need to start using gold <laughs> <laughs> are you a king too <laughs> so, so um you've got to get back to start saving in you know your hard assets which is you know gold and silver so I would I would just say to your listeners or anyone that is listening, every month you know take a portion of your earnings, mm-hmm. you know your take a portion of your paper money and convert it into real money, because mm-hmm. what, what what gold and silver do for you is they protect your purchasing power, but they also enhance it because paper paper currency has been losing value against gold and silver for yeah. years. Mm-hmm. So, oh, basically you're just like um you're teleporting your 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 earnings, your productivity into into the future, but you're getting it back with even more. Like you can you can yeah. purchase more services. Whereas when you're saving in your bank, uh, your bank account, you're saving in cash. Like you're able, you're going to be able to get less goods and services with for your money in the future. So yeah, it's very true. Yeah. And do you feel like we could potentially end up going back to a way of living where gold and silver is a form of currency, and that is what people are exchanging for goods do you feel like we could end up back there it's a tricky one because um going back to the gold standard that we had um it makes governments have to be fiscally responsible and as we mm. all know governments don't want to be responsible so mm. i'll give you a bit of his i'll give you a bit of context so we used to have a gold standard up until um i think 1971 where um uh basically we we, we got onto a fiat standard so all currencies were taken off the gold standard and pegged onto the US dollar, but the dollar was right. taken off because basically what happened was the US the US dollar used to be as good as gold. You could be you used to be able to go to the US, hand over one dollar and I think no, I think thirty five dollars and it got you an ounce of gold. So Wow. So basically, um that that was the US government's guarantee. But what happened was a lot of um I think the a lot of people from France started you know, I think they started to become aware of, you know, some economic um, instabilities. They started to become aware that the U.S. was printing more paper claims for the gold than they had gold in the vaults. Because obviously it's just, you know, human beings, like if you if you know everyone's not going to need their, their, their metals at the same time. Time, um, yeah, it's very true. You're, you know, uh, human beings are greedy, you know, it just, it's yeah. just the incentive. It's cheap, basically, isn't it, effectively. So a lot of people started noticing that this was going on. So a lot of, you know, people started going to the U.S. to, you know, reclaim their gold um, and basically effectively dump the dollars. So because the U.S. didn't have all the gold for all the paper claims, they took, they they suspended um, the dollar claim for gold. So, wow, and then they interesting. Made, they made gold illegal to for normal citizens to hold. So a lot of citizens wow. handed in the gold. Then they revalued the gold, so they basically stole from everyone effectively. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. With like really slippery legislation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how you know, crazy. Is, you know they, they pass things into law. You think, yeah, you're doing your country a favor. What they're actually just, you know, stealing from you effectively. Um, so to to go back to that standard, I don't know because obviously, again someone would have to be responsible you know are are, are people going to audit these vaults every week you know i yeah, don't see that happening. Yeah. i see more decentralization happening so people the currency becomes a, a mef- it becomes a choice like people use what they want to use instead okay. of being forced oh use the dollar use the euro use the pound mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. You know, people have faith in in their home currencies because it's like this year has just dropped the bomb and everyone's just aware of what's going on you know you guys just yeah. all this money like dump it on um dump the literally like, there's no free lunch you know uh when you yeah. put all this money, you, are, you are diluting um all the save you're punishing savers basically you're yeah. punishing savers that's what you're doing so you know i feel like the jig is up um more people more than ever are realizing this and so a lot of people that's what's kind of starting you know this mania and people wanting to use other forms of currencies people 
not wanting to store their wealth in you know their home currency so yeah yeah i feel like uh, but i do feel like as well like there's a lot of things personally that i think if we do move towards a cashless society um which would obviously by be governed by the government um I feel like it could cause a lot of problems for people who don't necessarily make their money through online transfers and make their money in cash. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like it is definitely going to make a difference to society and it's definitely going to break down the classes of society because like I said, a lot of people, there's even a lot of old school people that like, not necessarily people who are on the road or people who have a little side hustle. I'm even talking about older people. Like I've got a friend whose dad, who's been a builder for 50, 60 years. And for tax purposes, he takes cash for all his jobs. Mm -hmm. What's he going to do if we go into a cashless society? You know, it's going to cause a lot more red tape. And I feel like, you know, as much as people are talking about Bitcoin and all these other, like, I think there's one called Litecoin as well. Like, all these other coins, like, are they going to be regulated? Are transactions going to be monitored the same way as they're monitored in the bank? You know, I like... it'll be worse. It'll be a lot worse. And it will be a lot more traceable, I think. Definitely, um, definitely, because you're going to force anyone who does want a bit of freedom, go to a little bit of cash in hand, yeah. to have to be in the system, on the records. I know some people say, oh, well, you should be anyway. So who's benefit? You know, but <laughs> at the same time, it's kind of like, you do, if you if you just make your money, yeah. you should be able to just make your money. And, and do what you want life. with it. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> you know? But yeah, what do you think, though, about what Leah asked? Yeah, so... It's interesting that you mentioned Bitcoin because to some degree you're right. You know, Bitcoin is very, it's a public ledger effectively. All the transactions mm-hmm. are, you know, seen. Um, everything's transparent. The thing is, yeah. I think they're going to bring out their own digital currencies. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. They're going to bring out their own digital currencies. And where, yeah, Bitcoin can be traced, it can be tracked, it's not. 100% private. There are ways to be private with it, and there are some other privacy coins. Um, mm-hmm. The benefit that you get with Bitcoin is that you, your transaction can't be censored. So I can send money to whoever I want to send money to. Do you, do you understand what I'm okay. saying? Whereas if, yeah. if, I, if I'm using the, the government or the bank, central bank digital currency, they will likely stop certain transactions, and it'll be the same as a, as a bank account, but just even worse, bank, because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely in control. At least Bitcoin's a bit like no one's in control of it. It's just a network that runs yeah. itself. Yes, it's not hundred percent private, but yeah, it's it's um I'm I'm in control I'm in control of my money basically, if that makes sense. Yes, okay, you shouldn't be using something like Bitcoin to commit crime because you're probably gonna get caught. <laughs> yeah. If you wanna do, use Bitcoin to you know conduct some business, um. Let's say, for instance, all right, so there's a lot of trade wars going on between, you know, the U.S. and China and stuff. Let's say a billionaire, you know, wanted to move all his wealth to China. He wants to relocate to China. He's given up on America. Mm-hmm. Screw America. Screw the American dream. I'm going I'm going to go live in China. He's got billions worth in dollars. <laughs> he wants to move his dollars to China. Yeah. Do you think the government's going to allow him to do that with their central yeah, bank digital nah. currency? Whereas with Bitcoin, mm-hmm. you don't have that problem. And yeah, okay, everyone can see that you're moving your money, but at least you're able to move your money, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I guess if we do move to, well, when we do, because we know it's going to happen, when we do move to that cashless society, I guess people might become comfortable with the transparency of of coins like Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it won't be so much of a thing where it's like, oh, that person can see my transactions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I, and again, I think as well, you know, like, I feel like, again, it, I feel like it could be a positive, especially in terms of education, because I feel like a lot of the time we all, a lot of us want to hide our financial situation. A lot of us don't like being open and transparent about our financial situation, even now. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if someone says, oh, do you mind me asking how much you earn? Or do you mind me asking how taboo. much your rent is? Or do you mind me asking how much your mortgage is? It is very taboo. And yeah. people feel uncomfortable. But I feel like there should be some comfortability in speaking about finances because that will help educate people. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, especially for the younger generation as well, I feel like if, if, if we were educated the way we should have been in schools, in universities, about the financial system and actually how money really works, 
people would it wouldn't be such a t- taboo mm. subject but we still have issues where men get paid more than women that's mm-hmm. an issue do you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's a part of the reason why the, you create the taboo there are people that are still being underpaid yeah. for certain roles for yeah. different reasons there's ageism do you know what i mean yeah. there's so much issues and i feel like that's why people feel so uncomfortable speaking about their finances do you know what i mean yeah. it's really interesting i actually wanted to ask you um there's always like this kind of question mark with some people that haven't got into Bitcoin and want to. Mm. So how do you actually access your funds when you have Bitcoin? Yeah. And also, if for instance you did get, because in the bank, I know that you, if you've got, and this is to anyone who's got a bank account, if you've got like over a certain amount of money, like I don't know what that figure is, but if you've got over a certain amount of money, you can't just withdraw it. You can't think you don't think you can withdraw one in, 10 a day, day yeah a day with the same amount of time depending on what count account you have so even if you've got a couple million in the bank you can't withdraw that yeah do you know what i mean so with bitcoin you could what send money from your bank to bitcoin like is that a way that you can transfer large funds is that how do you access those funds do things only have to be online purchases can you get that out in cash could do you know what i mean like because those for me because i don't do bitcoin yeah do you know what i mean but there's always been kind of questions and I whenever I ask people even people that do it I never really get a, a straight forward answer. answer yeah so maybe you can put some light on clarity it. some yeah. light on that <laughs> okay cool 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 um so yeah like bitcoin is um first of all to it's obviously it's run on to, it runs on top of the internet so you do need some sort of internet connection um to access your funds um if you wanted cash for your bitcoin you would obviously have to you know, get a private sale, you know, sell to someone else who wanted, you know, there might be someone who didn't want to buy Bitcoin the traditional way, you know, using their debit card or bank transfer. Okay. That's, that's how you have Bitcoin on the exchanges. So there's going to be okay. people for reason that want to not do that. Pay cash. Not, yeah, they're not doing anything illegal, but it's just, like I said, Bitcoin is very transparent. You know, the way you get mm-hmm. in and out of the system is through, you know, your bank account. So the banks know you're buying it. It's not like no secret. Yeah. To them, yeah. They know you're buying it. Um, effectively, they can't stop you as of yet because you know it's not illegal. Um, yeah. Do you think they might try and do that at some point? Maybe, but I don't think it will work because think think about it like this. You know, governments have said uh, you know drugs are illegal. How how well is that going? People yeah, still use true. It will create a different market for it. If they ban Bitcoin, first of all, it kind of validates Bitcoin's threat to them. Number one. Yeah. Number yeah. two. Number two, um, no one's gonna listen. People are still. You'll get a lot of like, you know, these. They won't. People won't be using Amazon and that. They'll be using underground marketplaces to transact. Like, which I think will be quite healthy because at the end of the day, yeah, thanks. <laughs> are creating a monopoly. They're forcing high mm-hmm. street and businesses out of business. So, you know, yeah. maybe this is a you know, they kind of kick back at them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you know, Bitcoin is like. Look, I, look. This is my ledger USB. So okay. let's say I wanted to hop on a plane. Um, I got a million pound. I got a million pounds worth of Bitcoin. I put this USB in my pocket. No one knows. You know, I've, I've got this with me. Million pounds in yeah. cash. I'm not gonna make it through the border. They're gonna you yeah, know, of course. Of course. Million pound in gold. It's like, where are you going with all that gold? That needs to stay in this country. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. So what point? So, you know, so but how? Okay, so you put your little USB in your pocket. So no, so get to so how go. So yeah. wait, let's, let's rewind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At what? How do you? Because for personally, for me, I've only recently got into Bitcoin. So how I purchased my Bitcoin is via Coinbase, right? Which is an app. So say I owned one full Bitcoin, which I think today, what's the current rate? Like eighteen thousand, eighteen thousand US per Bitcoin, something like that. It's hit that. Eight, nine, I think it's like nineteen thousand at the minute. You know. Oh, wow, that's good. I better check, see how I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's obviously 19,000. So say I owned one, I owned one whole Bitcoin. How do you get that one whole Bitcoin onto your USB that you're going to take on your flight with you? Yeah, so it's like, um, basically, Bitcoin works with addresses, isn't it? So, you know, bank accounts, we've got Silicon account numbers. You, okay, with, yeah. With, with Bitcoin, you get along, you get along like random characters like three W Y S A Z. Okay. You just copy yeah. that. You fire up a USB. Um, if you got a ledger, ledger comes with um, an app called Ledger Lab. You fire up okay. your USB, plug it in, 
copy the the send um the receiving address into okay. where it says it's press continue press how much you want to send then it'll ask you to confirm the transaction on the ledger so you got to click like the two buttons on the top i think i'll try to show you but uh, can you see those two buttons yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So basically like no no one can send money like that's why it's safer to keep it on this because somewhere like coinbase they could go bust tomorrow do you know what i mean um yeah and somewhere coinbase is like i suspect are you know doing the same thing as banks where they don't have you know all the bitcoin that they claim they have so yeah very true crash a lot of the time when like bitcoin's price is going too wild i don't know if you've experienced that but no not yet yeah so when bitcoin's price is going too wild like they crash and say their servers can't handle it but it's because they're trying to you know limit the traffic and you know limit the the inflows and the outflows um onto their platform so where would you advise if someone was okay so if i was to take my money out of the coinbase bitcoin which probably is there a way for me to transfer because I, I personally know a lot of people are new to this are using apps like coinbase so how would someone transfer what they've invested via Coinbase onto your little blockchain thing. Yeah, so that, that's what I was just uh, advising. So you can use, you can get a ledger. Um, I think the website is ledger.com or you can get a okay. Trezor. I, think I don't know if Trezor's got a website. I think you can get the Trezor's off Amazon. <clears throat> Make sure they're brand new though, because you get like a recovery phase. Um, okay. So obviously you don't want some, you don't want it to be a used one because someone could tamper with it and then have your recovery yeah, of phase. Course. You know, some one day you just wake up and all your money's gone. That's the thing about Bitcoin. Like, if you lose your funds, that's it. You know, there's no one to refund you kind of thing. But <laughs> comes great responsibility. You know, I'd rather have control of my own money than, you know, 100%. have it with the bank. They're going to refund me if I lose it. But the banks are also oppressing me. You know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah, of course. they're, they're picking and choosing who they're going to borrow money to. You know, yeah. credit scores, yeah, credit scores great in that. But at the same time, you can... People got good credit scores. Credit scores. They still get no's from the bank sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So anyway, as I was explaining, you just uh, so you go on Coinbase, you'll click send, you'll fire up your USB, you plug it in, and fire up the Ledger Live app, and click receive, and then it will display your address. You copy that address. Yeah. Yeah. You copy it onto the Coinbase platform. Click send. And paste the address, then send like click whatever amount you want to send. Press that. It's really easy. It's just like it's just a copy and pasting, really. It's okay. Well, I would love if you could do a little demo for your on your little Instagram or YouTube, whatever you've got going on, for people who like a little video demo for people because a lot of people don't. Even my friend, she messaged me. She's like Lee because everyone calls me Lee for short. Lee, what do I do with this? I know it's got something to do with Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? She's invested money in Bitcoin, but she's bought she's bought the ledger, but she has no idea what she's doing with it. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of people who don't know how to transfer their funds onto a ledger so it's safe. Um, but yeah, no, I love the idea of that that you can just carry your money in your pocket. I don't even need a wallet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Your <laughs> whole life savings. Yeah, good content suggestion as well. Actually, I should actually do that. Um, yeah, I'm going to put that together. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, it's kind of like still. a big myth. Yeah, to uh -huh. a lot of people. It is a big myth. And I think where there's been, like, obviously Bitcoin's gone down, it's gone up. And I guess it's something new and people are scared of the unknown, right? And I think where people are slowly but surely educating themselves on it, there is kind of like, again, it's like people are attached to what they know. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're attached to their bank account. They're attached to cash. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, personally for me, I have no issue using cash that's got the Queen's head on it. Mm -hmm. No problem whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, I don't know if I'd only want to, I'd, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable only working with a digital, like, digital currencies all the time. Like, that's it would what be I was actually going to say. Like, what do you, because even I'm at a point where I don't even really, I hate money as yeah, well. Mm -hmm. Especially because of, like, if people were, like, doing research about it, the money is not as simple as it seems yeah do you know what i mean there's a lot of there's weird stuff around money do you mm -hmm. know what i mean energetically yeah if that makes sense like because even when you look on notes you can see certain things on there like yeah. symbols and this and that so i feel like there's a lot of weird energy attached to money i'm gonna go too deep on it people to do their research <laughs> but yeah so i'm kind of at a point where i'm like i don't even really want to necessarily be attached to money forever yeah like literal physical physical cash and it's kind of like it's nice to be able to get into real resources and elements 
from the earth, which I feel like was the natural mm-hmm. trading standard back in the day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So what types of things as well? So we've got Bitcoin. What types of assets and investments do you think are also good besides Bitcoin that are going to sort of help to create, you know, that generational wealth that are really going to sort of work for you? And if there was a cashless system, are there, do you think there's going to be any other types of investments that are still going to be good to get into other than if that's gold, happening? Silver and yeah, yeah. Bitcoin. Other than gold and silver, um, so, I mean, you can own, you can own, um, Oil's not an industry that is, you know, it's going to slow down over the years. But, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. going anywhere for now, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like, it's not going... See, I personally wouldn't even get into oil, do you know what I mean? Because, yet again, like, I think it depends on you as a person, though, and it's no judgment, mm. do you know what I mean? But even, like, trading, even, like, if I trade or I was looking to invest in something, so even, like, when I trade on stock market, I kind of, I won't invest my money into things like Facebook, or certain things that I feel like are unethical, oil, do you know what I mean? I don't even want to make a change on it, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Not from them, mm-hmm. I don't want to put money into their platform. Mm-hmm. So even when I'm trying to make money, even if it's stock market, I'm not buying oil, do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not doing anything. So oil, if you're slightly conscious, and I feel like, because I see a lot of people do that as well, I see people be like, and that's the thing, no judgment, do what you're doing, but I see people like that are like, oh, you know, I love the planet, I'm really ethical, and da da da, da. but then you're going to go and invest in oil. Yeah. Does or, it make sense? Or you know people, I mean? like, I recently had someone who said to me, oh, I'm going to put some money in, in one of the pharmaceutical companies in the stock market for vaccines, and I was like, no, you're not. Do you know what I mean? Like, because again, that's contributing to your own oppression. Do you yeah, know what I mean? But it's others, like, again, money, people get so blinded by money mm-hmm. and greed and just their personal circumstances. People forget all of that we when want it comes to making money. Free yeah. Wealth. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I get you. you. Know? I totally get you. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the same, you know, like, huh? Like, I only said oil just so you know, I was just kind of giving some context. I ain't got no oil stocks yeah, right course. now. I'm yeah. giving some others <laughs> there's also the companies that dig the gold and silver out of the ground so you can invest okay that's in the mining companies and you know okay nothing unethical about them they're just bringing the gold out of the ground do you know what i mean so yeah, yeah so you know gold and silver mining companies, because as gold and silver the price is 100 percent gonna rise these companies yeah. stand to make more money because what yeah. they've got access to mines they know where gold and silver is especially the silver miners as well because silver's more volatile than gold it so when it goes down, it goes down more. But when it goes up, mm. it goes up. More. It goes so, up. So they're gonna the, the silver miners are gonna stand to you know benefit a lot from this you know trend this period that we're moving into. So you know look into some silver mining companies, um, oh, some green energy maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you think about um, like electric? sort of cars yeah and that type of electric thing. So companies few, yeah because yeah, they seem to be doing quite well at the moment but i see i wouldn't i wouldn't invest in tesla though no i wouldn't invest in tesla i mean i have <laughs> i have invested in some some you know electric companies that's not tesla which mm-hmm. have done quite well mm-hmm. especially in the last like three months they've done quite well um so do you feel like that's also a market that's going to continue going up and up because obviously we're kind of moving towards that I'm sure um, Boris announced that um, in by 2030, something, what, what, they said they can't have a certain... Maybe totally... Yeah, yeah that was yeah, it, yeah. 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 So that means all new cars are going to be electric, right? Yeah. Electric cars have, like, you know, up to, like, a kilo of silver in them or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So, wow. So it's like, yeah, you can inv- crazy. invest in the electric companies, but don't forget what they need so when they came mm-hmm. that's what electric cars sorry electric cars have like they have they have quite a bit of silver in it. i can't remember exactly how much i think it's a kilo um that's great that's quite and good. and also i like the fact that that's a good way for people who are investing to to break down how they choose their investments because i wouldn't have known i wouldn't have done i hadn't yet done any research to be like oh, okay cool there's silver in 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 electrical cars right I've been eyeing up a company called Blink. I don't know if you've heard of them. And they basically um, they basically distribute all the electric and electrical charging stations in the US. Yeah. 
So I was thinking maybe I can drop the stocks are still quite low at the moment. I expect it's going to go up. So I was, I'm, I've been eyeing it up, doing a bit of research, but I am considering investing in them. But again, your point's very valid. Go back to what they're going to need, silver. Do you know what I mean? So, but the thing is, like you said, it is a bit more volatile. And I feel like as well, it's, for me personally, it's hard to differentiate what's going to be a long-term investment for me and what's going to be a short-term investment for me. Mm-hmm. Some people, like where I'm at the moment, I've, I'm trying to hit a financial goal by the end of the year. So right now, I'm not, I've got a few long-term investments that are sitting there, but I'm trying to make short-term gains. Do you know what I mean? So for, for markets like uh, silver, which is a bit more volatile, it sounds like it will be a long, longer-term investment rather than short-term investment. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, yeah, silver and gold is all you should. You should always have a, a wider time horizon um, mm-hmm. uh, with those kind of investments. But the problem is, like, you might not have to wait that long bet- before you see your gains and so on. Things are moving very rapidly. Like things, like mm-hmm. things are moving. Also, um, another situation to be aware of is there's a place called the Com- Commodities Exchange Warehouse. Yeah, so okay. obviously you. The, the, you know what the name's about, you know, commodities exchange. So they mm-hmm. store, you know, silver. But the problem is right now, it's the same thing. They've been, you know, selling paper claims for silver and gold that they don't have. And what's happened okay. is since Corona, since Corona hit in March, a lot of people have been asking for delivery of their physical. They don't just want the contract saying that they've got 100,000. Ah. People have been asking for delivery. So, you know, uh, I think so, September was the last delivery month, and you know they had a really tough time apparently meeting that demand. They managed to meet it, but the next delivery month is in December, and okay. like the data is suggesting, obviously I don't know they might have another trick up their sleeve, but the data is suggesting that you know they're really short. So there's two things that they've got to do. They're kind of backed into a corner. They've either got to carry on coming onto the open market to you know try and buy silver off other people to fulfill their obligations or they have to default on their promises you know they have to offer cash settlements mm. instead of a real physical thing and say you know what guys we ain't got it <laughs> like simple as that we ain't got it so two things happen in that scenario if they come onto the market trying to you know accumulate as much silver as they can you know simple supply and demand isn't it when demand for something mm-hmm. increases the price, mm-hmm. they default yeah, on their promises. if they default on their promises remember the market is pricing silver at a price thinking that there's X amount of supply. But then when the market discovers that there's actually X amount of supply, which is less, then the price mm-hmm. automatically corrects. So That's like, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, me and Chanel was kind of saying, like, we feel like it's going to be quite a, like, interesting end to 2020. Like, I feel like 2020 has been epic. I don't know, like, you know, we'll discuss your experience for the year so far of Corona everything, but... I feel like a lot of things in politics, the financial system, spiritually, individually, obviously it's Christmas, it's the new year. I just feel like in a lot of things are going to happen in the next kind of four weeks between now and the end of the year, and it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I really think it's going to be, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of distractions out there right now. There I, is. I feel like part oh, of it is to this up and coming... I feel like a lot of it is to do with this up-and-coming default for some reason, because when we look back at wars and stuff, like, a lot of it has to do with the commodities. Like, countries mm. get invaded because, you know, they want their natural resources, you know? Yeah, like, so, like, yeah, they kick up that, like, they kick up a lot of fuss, and, you know, uh... And that's why they called, um... That's why they called, what's his name? Um... Gaddafi. Yeah, because yeah. he wanted yeah. to create his own... Um, um currency, currency didn't he? Yeah. yeah, and that's why they Yeah, he didn't want to use the US dollar no more. So the he US dollar is like, you know. <laughs> yeah. The, the US just bullies everyone, basically, isn't it? Like that's it's just the way they yeah. work. In it. They work on a they work on a bullying thing. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But or, 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 or don't. Dash. But the interesting yeah. thing is, sorry, that would be. Oh, the interesting thing is, um, the US pick who they want to bully because they can't bully China, they mm-hmm. can't bully Russia, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And, and, these, and these are two countries who have said this year that they're going to stop using the US dollar. I feel like the US dollar is going to get tapped out at some point and yeah. then there's going to be a lot of problems. Yeah, well, it has, yeah. To, it has to at some point, to be honest, because China's already started dumping like, you know, their treasuries. 
and their bonds and stuff like that. So, so basically, Treasury and bonds are just just think of it as like China's been holding the US dollars. They they held a lot of US dollars, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So they're mm-hmm. helping the US dollar, you know, kind of stay afloat. Do you know what I mean? The Chinese is the, the US's biggest creditor. Do you know what I mean? The Chinese have been borrowing money to the US for years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. China's in a position where they can stop borrowing as much money to the US, start empowering their own people, so invest mm-hmm. the money into their own country and become mm-hmm. a superpower. The US doesn't like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's back and forth and stuff, but at the end of the day, the US is probably going to have to, you know, come to terms with, you know, reducing their living standards like it's just gonna have to happen they've been living like extravagant lifestyles for a long time it's very true yeah it's not sustainable isn't it it's just like yeah they're gonna have to come to terms of you know lowering their standard of living and that's just unfortunate it's because just gonna come the bottom half of the population get hurt the most by that 100 mm-hmm. so just back to the um the default that may or may not happen you know in the next few weeks so would you say then based on that information that it could be a potentially a good time if you haven't already got into some silver stocks now could be a good time to get into get into it for the end of the year yeah because they've been hammered as well like like so bitcoin's been flying up and silver and gold have just been getting hammered and i'm not stupid i know why they're hammering it they're trying to you know cover their backs kind of people. thing isn't it? they want to try and accumulate as much as they can they're not going to just outright default they're going to try and keep the game yeah. going as long as they can until they yeah. can't so yeah. the mining companies are going to have to try and dig up more metal. So, if yeah. It, you know so, yeah, I was going to ask you, so, because you also do, you also invest in physical silver and gold as well, don't you? So you literally don't just do it online, you don't just trade. I mean, you actually physically purchase it and own it in your hands. Do you feel like that is the way forward or is, just a, is that just your most favourite type of, way of investing into it or what is it you saw yeah so obviously like at the end of the day the whole digital gold and digital silver thing it's all got the same incentive that i spoke about earlier where Mm. you know there just isn't enough metal do you know what i mean like there's claims of that you know they've sold like one ounce like 500 times so that they're leveraged up like 500 to one so for every one ounce like 500 people that think they own that one ounce so when it comes down to doomsday a lot of people are going to find out that they didn't actually have real physical silver, then they're going to get offered cash. But, you know, at the end of the day, the reason why you invested in silver and gold and stuff was to sort of, you know, get rid of your cash. So you didn't want your cash mm-hmm. back. And to get your returns as well. Sorry? And to get your returns, right? You know? Exactly, exactly. But the, also the great thing about physical is you can... You can buy, you can, ex- you can, you know what I mean? You can bar, you can exchange. I feel like in a few years' time, like pe- farmers, you know, homeowners, they're going to be selling their homes for like, you know, some gold or even some silver, possibly. Do you know what I mean? Like farmers are old school. Do you know what I mean? Like if you go to a farmer and he, okay. wants to sell, he wants to sell up, if the pound or the dollar's crashed and he's like, oh, I don't want this crap. Oh, oh yeah, I've got a couple gold bars. You know, I've got some silver. I've got some Bitcoin. You, you guys can work something out because he's giving you something of value. And you're going to give him something of value as well. He doesn't want to give you his farmland for some pieces of paper or some numbers in the on some numbers on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very true. What, what think about what owning farmland does for you? You're able to produce like oh, you know, total just such a freedom. Thing, you know I mean? Yeah, Definitely. do you know what I mean? You're, you're able to grow your own food. You're able to grow food mm-hmm. to sell. I think that's the biggest type of wealth yeah, that they've 100%. robbed the day-to-day man and woman of. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because even though some people might hear that and think, what, what? I wouldn't want to have a farm, farm anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's not even about just farm. It's about like land. I think that's another amazing asset mm-hmm. that I think everyone should be attaining to especially just even if you, you don't want to use it 100 percent. get it for your kids mm-hmm. get it for like when you buy a house in the uk you don't own the land unless yeah. you've got a freehold and then even then you might not have do you know what i mean you've got some just a little square right next to your neighbor do you know what i mean you know? yeah. so it's kind of like yeah. you don't don't, don't, don't pay your mortgage, mortgage for a few months and find Absolute. out who really owns your home exactly Damn, you exactly. Know, yeah you know, and it also frightens me as well because I do know some people that bought. What do you think about the property market? Because I know some people that 
um, got a few mortgages and stuff. Um, what do you think is really going to happen? Can with we that? before wait before he answers this question? Can you please explain what mortgage means in etymology? Because I know you know, <laughs> so that people can know. Um, I can't remember exactly exactly the breakdown, but I know that mort is about death. So like, because with etymology, it's kind of like it's the original root of the word. Mm-hmm. So if you go in like the dictionary nowadays, you won't see. see if you look up mortgage, you'll see the, just the common definition, what everyone says for mortgage. But if you go into an etymology dictionary, it talks about actually where the word came from mm-hmm. and you find out the original meanings of the word. Yeah. So mortgage basically means that you're trapped mm-hmm. till death, mm-hmm. basically, basically, loosely yeah. translated. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it li- even government, if you look up etymology, I'm not going to talk about this stuff now, but even if you look up etymology of government, politics, all these words... They, okay, government, for instance, means to govern the minds of men, to govern the mind. Do you know what I mean? Which in itself sounds suggestive. It sounds like you're trying to run my mind. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because <laughs> no one should be trying to govern mm-hmm. my mind mm-hmm. apart from me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You yeah, know, okay. Now you can answer the question. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, that's deep. That's deep. Not, uh, people need to hear that still. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I just feel like anyone who got a house on mortgage this year has done themselves hasn't done themselves any favor at all. Um, interest rates are low for a reason. They want people in debt right now because yeah. they need to carry on blowing up this bubble. Like I said, like spending driven means you know plunging people deeper and deeper into debt. You know because debt creates a demand for the currency because what does the debt mm-hmm. have to be paid in? It has to be paid mm-hmm. in the debt denominated currency, which is the pound. So that keeps mm-hmm. the, the demand for the pound going. So um, house prices have been overvalued for years, like literally years. Like people have been paying 500k upwards for like box flats and stuff like. Trust me, I know. I was I was a um, a state agent for a very long time. That was kind of like my career based. Um, yeah, my career based role. I was doing it for maybe six seven years, and I've witnessed the market. Even from when I started, I've been switched since 2014. I've witnessed the market go up, 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 and up. And at some point, it's, it's shocking to me how much people are willing to pay. Just like, for example, in some parts of South East London, people are paying over a million for a four bedroom, mid terraced house with a decent sized garden. And maybe they can do a loft conversion, maybe they can do a side return. And it's interesting to me because people think they're making an investment and they think in a few years' time, I'm going to be able to sell this and make my money. But actually, this year, a lot of people have, if they've been lucky, have got what they paid or they're losing money on their investment. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I think... I don't um, think it's going to creep back up It's not. Soon. I feel like we've hit a peak now and it's never going to go above... I don't think it's ever... Maybe for years and years and years, maybe when we're in a whole new earth, like our grandkids' grandkids, I don't think we're going to see, like, those prices again because it was ridiculous. It really, really was ridiculous. And in the height of, like, 2016, when the market was popping, people were walking into properties and paying, like, 500 grand over the asking price for properties because they were just wanted the property. Do you know what I mean? They feel like they're making an investment. So... So w- what would you say to people who are maybe purchasing cash and aren't getting a mortgage? So someone who's an investor, not the average Joe who's just getting a, their first time, first time buying a mortgage. What about, what's your view on investors just buying property cash? Yeah, no, ca- cash is not bad because at the end of the day, you've got to calculate your yield because the mm. that, no matter what the price of the property um, falls down to, you're going to be able to rent that property out. Rent might come yeah. down a little bit, but uh, who knows, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Rent's sort yeah. of like, it's a weird one. Like, I can't really say where renting is going to... I mean, it's going to have to come down to some degree, I guess. Um, I feel like, well, given that my expertise is in, was in rentals, um, I feel like prices haven't... They have come down, but not as much as the purchasing price um, because some people always need somewhere to live. What I will say is the rent... For, uh, my advice to property investors would be to not invest in London because... Whereas everyone was moving to London, a lot of the people who live in London aren't from London. They come from all over and they've come to New Zealand for their job. Now that majority of people are working from home, I witnessed this year that a lot of people went back to their hometowns, went back to Liverpool or the countryside, no man's land, wherever you, wherever you live. And because they're now, they're now in the position where they can work from home, 
they don't need to live in London. Yeah. The, the London market, rental market, has definitely crashed. But I feel like outside of London, it's definitely boosting the economy because people don't, there's not a need to be in London. They're not traveling to Oxford Circus every day to go to their office because their work is now letting them work from home. So I feel like the rental market, in from that perspective, outside of London is definitely booming. Do you mm. know what I mean? But I feel the London market is definitely, um, definitely crashing because people don't need to, people don't need to be in Vauxhall. People don't need to be two minutes to the tube anymore because where are they going? But if we had a crash though, if we had an actual crash, even if you was a cash buyer, if you buy a property for like a mill and then we have a mad crash in that same property that 10 years ago it was probably 250,000. Mm-hmm. If we have a mad crash, because this, people are saying, they're, they're saying, and not just saying, you can, you, if you're actually looking, you can see that there's going to be the, a massive recession. Yeah. One like we've never it. seen yeah, yeah, yeah. before. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a depression. Yeah. That's what I've heard. That's what I've read. That's what I've, researched you know what i mean so if it got that bad properties could easily just go back to those kinds of figures again like so if you put like a million down cash on like i say a four bed house yeah and you rented that out and there was like a massive crash even if it went down like half price but it probably would go down a lot more yeah, yeah because yeah. it's going to be such a horrible recession do you feel like they will actually get their return back within a decent amount of time I think I, th- I think purchase if they're looking to sell like I don't I don't know quick flips if you are an investor who's buying a property for a quick cash buy for a quick flip maybe not if you're buying for buy to let purposes the rental market will take longer to crash mm-hmm. because people will always need a roof over their heads do you get what I'm saying so I feel like yes rents will slowly decrease and if you want to sell maybe you're not going to get the money you sold but again it depends on what perspective you're buying like I wouldn't be buying no four bedroom house. I'd be buying a HMO. For people who don't know, don't know what that means, that's a house multiple occupancy, which means you can have more than, depending on what borough, you can have basically have more than four people living in your property. And I'd be renting out, I'd have my house by uni, I'd be buying by uni, and get, and converting a house with four bed into eight bedrooms, renting out each room. Do you know what I mean? Because again, people always need somewhere to live. So that's how, if you are going to be investing, I feel like you need to be completely liquid cash. I wouldn't advise people go out and get mortgage. And if you do have a mortgage, a tiny, tiny mortgage, and if you're looking, it will be looking to, to buy to let, not mm. not for a quick flip. Because if you're doing up a house right now and you're looking to flip it in the next two or three months and looking for a buyer, again, first time, a lot of people are scared to buy. Like, first time buyers are scared to buy. They're like, might as well stay at home. If I want to be quarantining, I'd rather stay in my house, I'd rather be in my fa- with my family. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I'd be upset if I didn't live with my family and I had to quarantine or was stuck in my house by myself. That's, that's been hard for a lot of people. And a lot of people who have have been in that situation have gone to be with their family during the lockdown period. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I feel like the first-time buyer market's not really there anymore. Um, but, yeah, I think if you are an investor and you have got a bit of cash and you want to do a buy-to-let investment outside of London, I feel like that is probably the best way to go about it. Um, but yeah, I just want to, um, how would you, how have you found just like slowly end, but how have you found 2020? Like with Corona, lockdown, do you feel like it's been of benefit to you? Do you feel like you've grown a lot in this time or do you feel like it's been difficult? Can we, sorry, can we just quickly touch on bailings? Ooh, bailings. Yeah, yeah. Let's go for that. Let's go. About bailings. What what is your understanding of it? Because when I talk to people about it, they look at me like mm, Yeah, they, that wouldn't happen. She told me about it and I was like, What? <laughs> yeah, they think it's too far fetched. What do you what do you think about it? What do you know about it? Alright, so I know it happened in Greece, um a few years back. Um, you know, people woke up and, you know, logged into their bank accounts and, you know, I think was it twenty percent of everyone's balance just shaved off, you know, to you know help the national debt, help the country. So you know, I mean, Greece isn't too far from us. You know what I mean? Like what? what like yeah, okay, yeah, you can argue we're a more developed country than Greece, but Greece is still in Europe. Greece is not a third world country in Africa. It's not halfway across the world. So these things are happening. Like I mean, if you looked around and you saw houses burning around ar- around you. Would you think that your house was immune from being burned down? Like, yeah, you wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Okay, you know what? Like, things are getting a bit technical here. You know, houses are burning. You know, let me <laughs> I'm move. laughing because I'm like, just like if the government said there was a virus going around and everyone had the virus, would you say that you had the virus too? <laughs> 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 like, Go on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on the cards, isn't it? I mean, 
I won't lie to you. If it happens in the UK, I think there's going to be some massive riots. People aren't going to accept that. Like, can we just clarify for those who don't know what is a bail-in, please? So it's just like, oh, so think about um, back in 2008, 2009, banks got bailed out. So banks got given money to you know tie themselves over and you know help themselves out with their debt, pull themselves out of you know. Get them liquid so that again. was the government that mm-hmm. helped. That them. was the government. Even yes. though that came out of taxpayers' money, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it came out of the gov- it came from the government at that time. Exactly. Now think of bail-ins <laughs> as the savers in the banks um, being told that they need to contribute to you know the national debt. So everyone, just imagine everyone waking up one day and you know 15 percent of their savings just being zapped. You know, one day, literally overnight. These things, they, they don't warn you about these things because, you know, that's, that's the whole point, isn't so it? So I assume these things are in your T's and C's with the bank, which you probably don't read. We all get T's and C's updates, which we don't read. So I assume bail-ins must be in the terms of conditions somewhere. Because they are legislation even in, in England now, Exactly, aren't they? yes. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, like, you're not going to be able to sue nobody about it. Like, you will sign... Just the same way, if you got a vaccine... And something happens to you, you can't, you yeah. can't sue There's nobody. No There's no yeah. one's t- holding their hands. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Now we're talking. That's it's all you basically. You sometimes we don't know what we're <laughs> signing. We're just we're clicking. Some of the, some some of the, some people open accounts online. We don't even read it. We're just clicking, clicking, clicking. Like I'm. No, I accept, accept, accept. I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. We're not reading it. Like, I mean, they're putting it in small print and making it, putting a lot of jargon in it for a reason. They don't want you to understand it. But if you actually read some of these terms and conditions, like, you know, you'd be very shocked. You know what I mean? So, yeah, aliens can happen. Um, that's why I do advocate for people to, you know, get some gold, get some silver. You're basically your own central bank. Like, that can't be taken so away from... So, it's better to have it... Do you think it's better to have the gold and silver physically, though, as well? Yeah. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Like, I got some, I got some silver coins here. Yeah, show see. us your show us your gold and your silver. This is my my Bitcoin silver. Can you see that? Oh, cute, hey. nice. Yeah, can see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shiny. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, so you know, I'm prepared for the worst case scenarios. Um, hopefully it doesn't get. I'm coming far. to your house. <laughs> I wanna come my little my little twenty pound and be like, okay, give me the twenty pound. <laughs> we, we, we take a trip to some farmer, get some potatoes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Worst case scenario, so, people are going to have to be dependent on the state because that's what the governments do. They create a problem, yeah. and bring in their yeah. solution. Solution, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so definitely advise anyone who's got money in savings right now in an ISR in any account to take some money, take some of that money out and invest it um, ideally in an asset that they can actually hold. That's tangible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I say that is because at the end of the day, um, why would you want all your eggs in one basket? Like it's just you've got a single mm. point of failure. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just you wouldn't do that. you wouldn't do that with you know anything else in your life. You wouldn't put your eggs in mm-hmm. one basket. So why do it with your money? That's you know probably the most one of the most They've important. Got people you know, like that in general though, mm-hmm. just living like hella streamlined or hella in the box, like one job, one bank account, mm-hmm. one way of doing. Do you know what I mean? I think we're definitely moving into a time where we have to be a lot more fluid and mm-hmm. flexible and open in terms of having multiple income streams, multiple ways of saving. Yeah. Just a lot of diversity mm-hmm. rather than just one. Just being savvy about you know, it and being yeah. savvy about your finances and just taking it a little bit more seriously rather than, yeah, you know, I got paid and, you know, I just think people just need to definitely um observe a little bit more and look at where the money is going and research a little bit more. definitely yeah, do you know what i mean definitely. and like you said we know that a lot of money's been printed this year we've had furlough we've had all these things and i think where did all this money come from because i know there's not enough taxpayers money to to be paying for all these all these things mm. do you know what i mean mm. and it's like you know that song that that j cole said i think he posted it one time as well and he basically says like wick i think it was um what did he say we're basically in an age where we should all be able to have an app and see where our t- we should be able to pick where our taxes are going. Yes, like, that's yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but it's the truth. Do you know what I mean? We are in that day and age, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, they're not. Then they're not going to give us that that control of our funds. We have to try and take that control into our own hands. Definitely. Um. So yeah. So anyway, back to how have you found twenty twenty? How's Corona affected you? Lockdown? Has it been good? What's been your your vibes with it all? 
To be honest, it kind of got me started. It kind of got me more serious about my page because mm. when lockdown kicked in, um, I started I started making videos, you know, just kind of a, advising people to, you know, just be careful in the stock market. Um, the stock market actually shot back up. Obviously, we know why. You know, they printed all the money. Yeah. They the mm-hmm. market's back up. They created this, you know, sense of normality. Like, okay, yeah, things are on lockdown, but everyone's making money trading stocks. Everyone's yeah. doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, people were paid to stay at home, basically. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that was it. You were paid. You're basically bribed to stay at home and just yeah. obey the rules. But I was basically. I was searching, like, for answers and stuff, innit? And, you know, I came across this book, um, The Price of Tomorrow. I'd recommend it to all your listeners I've well. heard of this book before. So there's a guy who's a really successful trader called Geo Paris. He's got a page called Vivid Capital. I learned my trading from him, and he also recommended that book perfect book like it's just like this book explains like why you know a financial collapse is kind of inevitable but it's not you don't have to be afraid you just have to be prepared because at the end of the day we didn't cause the financial collapse the financial collapse has been caused by you know hundreds and hundreds of years of you know mismanagement of funds by governments and central banks so this book has explained that even if like every taxpayer like even if we i think it was saying something like it had a weird like a not weird sorry a crazy statistic like if we paid back the debt at like one thousand dollars a second or something for eight thousand years we still wouldn't be able to pay it back like it's just it's crazy it's it's a myth that basically puts isn't it? Things into it's perspective. perspective yeah definitely it does like it definitely. just makes you understand so i came to peace with like you know what things are gonna get bad but mm-hmm. let me just figure out how I can navigate through this, innit? So, you know, this year woke me up a lot. I got serious about a lot of things. Um, because I, I, I've only been stacking gold and silver for like a year. I'll be honest with you. Mm. Like, it's not like I've been doing this for years and years. I started in 2019. Mm. So, mm. luckily, I started then because it just sort of, you know, gave me momentum going into this year. But, like, I, obviously, when Corona hit, I just picked up even more because to me, that was the sign that, okay, cool. Mm. This, reset this financial collapse is getting closer and closer i mean it could still be another 10 years away that's the worst thing about it but yeah you just don't know i'd rather be 10 years too early than a second late do you know what i mean like so yeah i don't think i don't think it's 10 years away by the way but i'm just saying like no no, yeah just yeah and i think that having actual tangible wealth and assets is definitely the way forward Mm -hmm. on all levels because it shows in history like if you research like all fiat currencies have failed mm. at some point all mm. of them and this what we're using now cash this that it's all fiat currency mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it's like people actually even if you're going to you're using it whatever just have your backup mm-hmm. do you know what i mean have your backups mm-hmm. have your land have mm-hmm. your gold have your just your things mm-hmm. in order 100%. do you know what i mean because regardless of even if it happens in 10 years which none of us don't think that it will right here do you no. know what i mean um either, either way they they're not reliable sources of wealth they're not yeah. that's not wealth yeah full stop 100%. do you know what i mean so yeah it's really good to be able to get this information out here yeah we really appreciate it. and again i think it all just goes down to back to self-sustainability and being able to not have to be dependent on any system or government to get you out of any situation so i think my tips from us would be get some land get some gold get some silver and i think as well before people are investing themselves in stocks bitcoin cryptocurrency they need to make sure they're well educated so they can calculate their risk Um, because i think there are a lot of people i think where there is so much misinformation about it there are people just throwing money in places they're not understanding that they could potentially lose a lot of that money do you know what i mean especially where the markets are extremely volatile and i think as well especially we've got we, we don't know who the president is yet um, which I won't speak about, but you know who present is that's going to have a big effect on what happens in the markets as well, which you probably won't know now till January. So, um, yeah, there's a lot going on, but I think it's a good time for people to be observant. I think it's a good time for people to stay tuned into your content um, because people do need to be educated. And I think for me personally, because I found your page, I really appreciate you know that you even created the page. I think it's really really helpful. Very I think good. especially for the women demo women as well who aren't necessarily even less educated on the financial markets i think we definitely need people like you so yeah really really appreciate it and we appreciate you joining us today as well i can say kids if you're buying pradas and louis vuitton and all this stuff look take your (laughs) 500 pounds (laughs) the 700 pound that you just spent on them trainers and go find ways to turn that 700 into 1400 yeah. or 2600 whatever. And all you women who want your man to buy you a Birkin bag, let it go. I'm not going to lie to you. 
if I was with a guy, <laughs> not that I wouldn't, but if I was with a guy right now who said, babe, it's your birthday, it was my birthday the other day, here's a Birkin bag, I would say, return that, go and get me some land, go and get me some stocks, get me something that I can actually, that's going to give me wealth. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I, I'm, at, I'm personally at a stage in my life where I don't care about material things. Do you know, I, I really don't. As long as I look presentable, I can have a shower every day, brush my teeth, do what good, I need, eat, eat good, healthy, do you know what I mean? All them things, That's yeah. all that matters right now, because I feel like right now it is a kind of, amount, we're in survival, you know, it is kind of, and it kind the of is man win. to an extent, mm. you know, it may not feel like that to some people right now, but it's kind of, it's kind of, we're getting it there. It's that, but do you know, it's some people are so detached, saying that is just crazy to some people, but it is, it's basically That's what that. it is. And it's just the beginning, mm. I feel like. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? But I don't personally feel that worried about it. And it's, it's, it's preparation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like what we said, like, you don't plan, you plan to fail. Mm-hmm. I've definitely kind of seen yeah. that. I feel like if people take some time and educate themselves by watching the likes of yourself, mm-hmm. the likes of us and others, then they're going to, you know, read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to do your right. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Knowledge is power. Like I, that's the only reason I'm not freaking out about what I know about the world right mm. now. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, okay, I can see what my other options are, and I think yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Hold up. But yeah, well, thank you very much for thank joining you. us. I'm sure it. we'll be. You're more than a guest to us now. You've got a friend in us, and yeah, yeah we yeah. look forward to we look forward to seeing you flourish, your page flourish, and we look forward to keep building on our friendship as well. No, thank you very much. I really appreciate you uh, just giving me this platform, you know, uh, to, you know, just get in front of your viewers. You know, I ain't been called onto a lot of platforms, but obviously because no one knows what I'm talking about. Like, they're just thinking, yeah, what's this guy talking about? But obviously you guys, yeah. you know, resonated with what I was saying. So, you know, like, I really appreciate that. Man. Yeah, we oh. like to think out of the box. And Definitely. We resonate with people that are woke. And set, and also being three steps ahead, which I think we really, really are. Hundred percent. Really, really are. Do you know what I mean? That's so what it's about being ahead. Yeah, yeah, and being so. and being solution based as well. So, so yeah. yeah. So thank you again. No, no worries, girls. Thanks very much. Yeah.